0: Welcome, gentlemen, to another episode of the Dating and Relationship Revolution podcast. My name is David Mason. I'm a professional international dating and relationship coach for men. And today we're going to talk about the eight characteristics of attractive men. Eight things that you can do to become more attractive to women right away. Number one, smile more. A lot of you are so serious. If you have a successful career or your own business then being serious has absolutely helped you in creating the success you already have. And I understand that very well. Keep in mind, I'm German. Germans are known for being quite serious. I was talking to the clients in one of the calls about it yesterday. And I said that when I grew up, I didn't even know what fun was. I wasn't an unhappy child. I actually had a fairly happy childhood, and my parents were really good parents. They had a pretty bad marriage. It wasn't dramatic. They just weren't happy. And they were very joyful people but obviously not while they were together for several years because they were super unhappy and there's a lot of negative consequences associated with being with somebody who's not right for you. But in general, they were very joyful. But there's a big difference between being joyful and being fun. My father, as amazing as he is, just isn't somebody who cracks a lot of jokes. So I didn't even know what the word sarcasm was until I moved to Ireland. And that was quite a cultural shock, as you might imagine. So being fun, shit-talking, saying something you don't mean purely for the sake of creating emotions and bonding and connecting and having a good time was something that was absolutely foreign to me. And I know what it's like to be serious and stuck in your own head. And this has almost gone beyond the point of smiling, which is being more fun and emotional. But smiling is super important. You have to learn to generate positive emotions within yourself. Something that you can do concretely is to watch stand-up comedy for one or two hours a week. Kill Tony... Bill Burr, Andrew Schultz, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle. There's a lot of amazing stand-up comedians. And one of my clients yesterday said to me, well, I feel like over the last couple of weeks, I've gotten a little bit more serious. He happens to be from Eastern Europe. I was like, how many hours of stand-up comedy did you watch over the last couple of weeks? Zero. Aha. Not necessarily causation, but at least correlation, and I would say at least partial causation. It's at least partially correlated to it. If you don't surround yourself with fun, with high-value men who are serious absolutely serious about their business and their career but who also possess the ability to be fun and playful then you're not going to be fun and playful. At the very least, you have to surround yourself with those people in the metaverse by watching YouTube shows, stand-up comedy shows, Kill Tony, whatever the case may be. That's absolutely important, and it'll help you. And if you meet women, if you smile, that'll instantly make you more attractive. Number two, embrace your nerdy hobbies. If you're somebody who's a little bit more introverted, if you like Star Wars, if you have a couple nerdy hobbies, whatever that may be, own it. The most attractive thing to a woman is a man who owns his shit. Now, if you have something as a hobby that's absolutely and utterly weird, like watching adult videos, porn, for example, yeah, that shouldn't even be considered a hobby, you should stop that immediately. Read a book called Your Brain on Porn, and you'll learn a lot about the negative impacts of watching porn, it can mess up your dopaminergic system. Andrew Huberman from Stanford, he talks about the danger of getting dopamine without effort. And that's exactly what porn is, dopamine without effort. And it can actually make you more depressed and it can lead to sexual problems. There's a lot of issues that come with that. A lot of that can be fixed. I've had plenty of clients over the years that I've helped with that as well, but cut that out. But so porn is the hobby, but if you have any kind of hobby, if it's a bit nerdy or weird, Own it. It's absolutely amazing if you own it. This is absolutely true. I was once on a date that lasted 35 minutes. And out of those 35 minutes, 33 minutes, I simply talked to her about the six human needs we have, according to Tony Robbins' model. Obviously, there's more models, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, for example. But we're only talking about psychological needs. There's different models, but this is one that I used earlier that day in a presentation training video that I prepared for clients. And so I was absolutely hyped, and that was what was currently on my mind. So I basically super passionately told her about the six human needs we have. Certainty, variety, significance, love, connection, growth, and contribution. And I was sipping on my cranberry juice as I was doing so. I had no alcohol, which she acknowledged at the beginning of the date. And she was like, wow, this is really cool. I only got the red wine that I did get because I thought it was culturally expected. And so after that we uh went to a hotel together and uh, good things ensued. Number 3, suggest a concrete time and place if you're texting with her on Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, WhatsApp via text. Doesn't matter whether you met her in real life beforehand originally, as an initial point of contact in a shopping mall, a bar, nightclub, gym, Starbucks, or you met her on an online dating app initially, and now you want to schedule a date, you have to suggest a concrete time and place. Women hate it if you ask them, so when would it suit you? Or even worse, you open up your entire schedule. Remember, she wants to be with a high value man. Do you think a high value man who's busy, which you are, opens up his entire schedule? And that's the funny thing. I work with clients. Some of them who are extraordinarily successful, monetarily so, and who are really busy, which, as you know, comes as a side effect of being uh, pretty successful. And a lot of them, as busy as they are, open up their entire schedules. Well, I could do Tuesday evening, Thursday morning, Saturday, Sunday. They all of a sudden have all the availability they need when it comes to meeting up with this one person. No, she wants to be with a high-value man who owns his schedule. That doesn't mean that you should only give her one time slot a week but you should make a suggestion for a concrete time and place. Let's say it's Monday. You can say, let's meet for drinks Wednesday evening, question mark. That's important. And you suggest a concrete time, uh, sorry, a concrete place as well. So there's something called a soft close and a hard close. These are details. These are part of a really elaborate and well-thought-out and refined texting framework that I've developed over the years, which is part of my coaching program. Simply apply for a free initial consultation call if you'd like to learn more about that but suggest a concrete time and place, and it'll make you come across as more attractive to her. Because it ties into the next point, which is being assertive. Now, what does being assertive mean? It does not mean being an asshole. It does not mean being disrespectful. It does not mean being offensive. But you assert your own personality without the fear of loss. You own who you are. You're grounded in your own understanding of your own values, who you are as a man, Where you're going, and you know exactly what kind of men and what kind of women you'd like to have in your life, and the certain deal breakers you're never able to tolerate. You assert your personality, you own it. If I were to sum up step four, it's about owning it. It's about suggesting a concrete time and place, it's about setting boundaries. Being assertive as a man is not debatable, it's not optional. It's not a nice to have. If you can't be assertive, she will lose all respect for you. And if she loses respect for you, she won't want you and she'll start looking around for other men. Doesn't matter how high a value they are inherently, but who communicate their value accordingly by virtue of being more assertive. Number five, tell her about how awesome your life is without bragging. That's something that you have to learn to do. If you brag It's going to decrease your value because it's going to make you come across as insecure and self-qualifying and try hard, which implies to her that you don't have a lot of options. But if you don't tell her how awesome your life is at all, then she won't know what a great man you are and the adventures she could be having with you. You have to learn to do that. Step six, you have to master storytelling. Emotions are generated through stories throughout all of human history. Lessons have been conveyed with stories. Empires have been shaped. Societal narratives have been dictated and enforced and inspired through stories. Beautiful stories have been told. Inspiring stories have been told. And terrible stories have been told that led people, entire nations, down really, really horrible paths. Me being from Germany, I know exactly what I'm talking about. But stories are what shape our perception. And perception is almost more important than actual reality. Now, obviously, who you are in terms of your values, how you conduct yourself, your behavior on a daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly basis obviously matters. But if you can't convey it in an engaging, emotionally almost arousing way, then she won't feel attracted to you because, remember, she's not on the date for a logical exchange of information. She's there because she wants to feel certain emotions around her. So it's not just about being high-value as a man. You have to create those emotions in her that let her know, oh, wow, he actually is the high-value man because it's not a cognitive decision. It's more a feeling. Change her mood, not her mind. Step seven, create a man-to-woman connection. Most men get friend-zoned because they communicate like a friend. You have to learn to create a man-to-woman connection at a verbal as well as non-verbal level. Step eight, become truly confident. The way you become truly confident in your interactions with women is one, by learning to turn confidence on like a mental and emotional state. And second, the really important way is by becoming competent. If you are confident in any area of your life. It is simply because you've developed a competence. And the way you become competent is by having a plan, by having help, a mentor, a coach, somebody who can tell you exactly what to do, what not to do, individual, tailored advice to your situation. And when you know exactly what you need to do, you develop a skill set with the winner effect kicking in. In other words, you take a little step forward. And it works. And you get a little win. Remember what Andrew Huberman says. Wins preceded by effort boost testosterone. It actually changes your neurochemistry. If you have a plan that can guide you along, that supplies you with dopamine and serotonin and even a testosterone boost along the way because the successes are so clearly defined. The milestones are so clearly defined. And if you want me to help you with that personally, if you're a man with a busy career, your own business, and you really want to find the right one, you want to have an amazing relationship to an amazing woman, somebody that you can share a life with, then simply apply for a free initial consultation call. I've now been able to help men from 27 different countries from all around the world. If you're somebody who's willing to take action, willing to learn, I absolutely have the solution for you. And I'd be happy to speak with you. So apply for a call. My team will be in touch soon.